1: This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew.
0: Okay, look, I have a thing against the term erectile dysfunction, and you know this about me, Jane.
1: I know I, this about you because that was my band's name and you got mad about
0: that. Yeah, and I don't like to call it erectile dysfunction. I like to think that as I've gotten older, my erections are more discriminating. They don't just, yeah. I, don't, I don't give it up for just anything. And, yeah. you know, you, occasionally you need that boost. People, let's Everyone face it.
1: needs a little something,
0: yes. Sometimes you need a little something. something. The, the, the great, I'm going to be 57 on Wednesday. And the greatest part of that is, you know, when, uh, you know, you, you, when you were feeling a little nerfy in the shorts, when you were like in your 30s, it was really embarrassing because you should just be like all there. And it happens to everybody even then. But now when it happens, it's like, hey, you know, I'm 57. You're lucky to get one.
1: Yeah. So I mean, uh, when you hug, when you hug my mom, that happened.
0: Well, obviously I'm not like made of, you know, That's a, but not everybody has your mom around and that's why you need Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis.
1: And you could take them anytime, by the way, Danny.
0: Well, you know, here's something that they wanted me to say, and I'm going to say it because they were really strict about it. It says Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. And you don't need to leave the house. And i just like to add, you also don't need to buy a bunch of stuff at the pharmacy that you don't really need because you don't want to just go there for boner pills.
1: Exactly. You don't have to buy garbage bags and moisturizer.
0: Yeah. A toilet brush, the latest <laughs> The latest issue of
1: us. No. As seen on TV products.
0: So visit bluechew.com now and get your first shipment free when you use our special code, Danny. See that, Dad? I made it. My name is a promo code for boner meds. That's- One
1: day, I have a dream now.
0: Yeah and it you'll just pay $5 in shipping you go to com, promo code danny and that's it that's b l u e com promo code danny try it for free i know i am i and don't this even product
1: have- it's the, it, it's the cheaper choice too And they sponsor the podcast.
0: And they sponsor the podcast. And I'm alone right now. But the most humiliating thing is when I can't even perform when I'm alone. And this has saved me a lot of embarrassment and tears to myself in the mirror. So, bluechew.com, promo code Danny. D-O-I
2: in apostrophe. I-T-W-I-T.
0: H-D-A-N-N-Y. And J-E-N-N-Y. Jenny, doing it with and
2: Jenny Jenny, yeah, doing it with Jenny and Jenny. It's a revolution in podcast. You want me to sing it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know oh, yeah. It must be. R-T-W-R-T-H. D N N Y, <laughs> D J N N Y. Wow, really? <laughs> Hold I'm on, is there any... anything? Oh, no, no, I just want to. I'm sorry. Really... No, I... going... Let me let me really commit to that. I'm so sorry. D- no, I... no, no. <laughs> I I mean oh,
0: that. I think you misread our reaction that we wanted more of it, uh, yeah. Jerry. I, um, uh, um, <laughs> and, uh, it's a common misunderstanding. I think it's one of the you know the the vicissitudes of zoom you know some of the subtleties get lost but uh i don't
2: vicissitudes now
0: yeah sorry uh you're right. it's a ten dollar <laughs> award right there but uh um first of all we have to thank eli braden for that theme and it's his birthday happy birthday eli oh, braden
1: happy birthday wow. eli braden happy
2: birthday eli uh, um, it,
1: jerry are you fa- you're you're familiar with eli aren't you
2: of course very familiar i'm a huge fan from uh um, uh, I believe Stern show. Uh, it, yes, the Robin, yes.
1: Robin's Titty songs. Um, he's...
2: yes, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, it's oh. uh, It's an oh. honor. It's an honor to be on a show that he is uh, musically attached to. I mean, he's basically like Hans Zimmer is to the Crown, as Eli Braden is to your podcast.
0: By the way, if you're very quiet right now, you can hear.
2: Oh, just to let <laughs> everybody know. Oh wait, sorry Danny. From this, he he's actually organized <laughs> Oh, he's
0: got... <laughs> from the compliment. He doesn't know he's even getting broken.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um listen, if you are hearing Danny break up a little bit, I should say he's driving down uh, from No, I just
0: San Francisco. Oh, now I froze.
2: That is oh, Danny I feel breaking good. up and not me, right?
1: No, it's not it's not you. I don't think it, was, it was, I mean, I'm always inclined uh, to blame Danny for everything, so there's no way it could be you, Gary. It's
2: it could be, be you. <laughs> Jenny, oh, because hold I'm on reading. a second. Hold, <laughs> hold on a second. Hey guys, are you on the TikTok? Because <laughs> I'm doing an important podcast. Don't I'm telling you, don't do it to me now. Don't do it. Oh, so, oh man, so let him cool. have sorry,
1: it. Let him have it. Uh, unleash, uh, sorry, unleash that shit. I want it. You didn't hear
2: it. any of that, right? Just <sighs> you can edit that no, part. Out. No, the, oh, no. Good, we will. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like it. I like
0: it. Stop it. It's it great. It has that Alec Baldwin energy that we've been looking for in the podcast.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Hello. We're, we're, you want the Alec Baldwin energy? Is, is the missus? You is say, your missus home? How do you say? How you say? That how, you come you,
2: come you, how you say? on? How do you say that means? Internet is bad because he's driving.
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a big swing. Well, be- before we go any further, we should introduce our guest. Jenny. Oh, yeah. I'm breaking up, so you should know it.
1: I'll go ahead and introduce our guest. You have seen him literally everywhere. He's one of everywhere. we just we just watched Teen Wolf together, Via.
2: Yes, we did.
1: We, we did. Um, we people a, know you from party. programs like. In Stand By Me, I believe
2: I was in Stand By Me. I was the husky child in Stand By Me.
1: Husky? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was going to say voluptuous child, but husky. We'll go voluptuous. With husky. I don't know if I feel too
0: good about the voluptuous. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel if... really bad. I feel really bad about voluptuous child, Jenny. I got to just say oh, Well don't... then,
1: I will <laughs> let my group know. I have a group. I was a husky, husky kid okay. in Stand
2: By Me. Uh, <laughs> it's Jerry O'Connell. Um Jerry I should O'Connell. say this is this is all happening because Jenny and I did a Teen Wolf watch party Mm -hmm. uh where there was about 20 of us on a group text and it was really fun it was and jenny (laughs) said jenny said listen danny and i had keith morrison booked for two-parter but he only did one episode do you have tomorrow night free for this and so i jumped over but i do have to say jenny watching that show there is a husky character in team wolf that i forgot about That is sort of his friend on the basketball team and everyone was sort of making fun of the fat guy in that movie. And you know what? It, uh I wasn't cool with that. It really. Yeah, uh,
1: well, yeah the, the well, Husky kid, by the way, in Teen Wolf, as I'm watching it, I'm like, that's Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Correct. Oh, oh it my God. It was the guy I played, not for sale, Francis. Fully <laughs> Husky, voluptuous gentleman in Teen Wolf. But now, Jerry, I need
0: to ask you about this because I would think because, and look, you were a big, disgusting child. I'm kidding. You were, uh, but you must sort of, I don't, I don't mean that at all. You were adorable. Obviously. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's hilarious. But I will say this, like as a person who myself, you like, you don't have to know, I, you know, I, my weight goes up and down. I think like you must serve as an inspiration to a lot of kids who maybe start off life a little bit doughy, you know, come into into the world with like a solid B cup as a boy. And then you, and then, and then, and and now I look at you, Jerry, and I think like, I'm not gay, but I'm aroused every time I think about you.
1: And and by the way, Jerry, before, I'm just going to say, Danny begins a lot of sentences with, I'm not gay, but. Right, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah. He's got to throw that in there. I totally understand it. You know what? Yeah it's so funny. I wish I had a, uh, I I wish I had like a plan. Like I wish I had like a, this is going to date me, but like a Susan powder, like regime regime that I did. Like I just went straight to keto and that's it. Um, (laughs) yeah, I just, you know what? I did stand by me. I was, Oh, when we shot the film, I was 11 and you know, the other kids I worked with who were pretty established young actors at the time were about 14 and 15. So they had sort of been through puberty, you know? Right. And I had not. So then, literally, the year after we shot it and it came out, I grew, I'd say, about eight inches. Oh, my God. It was just puberty, you know? So I think I was... uh, I was a husky kid who had not grown. Now, I did drink about, this was in the mid 80s. I drank, I'd say about five to six liters of of, uh, cola a day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what's good for children
1: in
2: the 80s, yeah. I averaged about six to eight sticks of Twix a day as well. Twix was my jam. Mm-hmm. oh my i like them it's got that cookie yeah. crunch and I, and I will say i um you know actually maybe i did sort of uh there there was a conscious effort my uh, my oh shit my wife oh shit my mom oh god <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> on, gotta go look, we'll, we'll dig into that <laughs> in a
1: minute jerry
0: but go on i
2: gotta go back that's gonna cost me about 500 bucks in therapy now. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, do you want to lay down on the couch now outside? And we can can work through it right (laughs) now. (gasps) No,
2: my mom worked out at a fitness club and uh, she worked out with a trainer and she got the trainer to work out with me. This is when I was about 11 or 12 and I was, I was overweight as a child. And um,
1: well, wait, did your mom like sell that to you in a way of like, how does she tell you you're going to be working out? Because there's, um, you have to do that subtly with the kid. You can't just say, "Hey, you're like uh, Danny said, mother, you're disgusting. Let's get you in front of this person."
2: My mother is from uh, a small, uh, small country called uh, Jersey City, and um, <laughs> oh, and
1: I was like I it.
2: Uh, Danny just popped a I bone. I think she was like, "You, uh, you, you got to go to my gym. You just, you just eating too much. It's just getting crazy, and you're not." Uh, uh, I'm, I'm worried about you. And so I went to her gym and it was like a gymnasium, you know, like a, I mean, you know, this is the 80s. So I don't wow. think we had like crunch and like 24 hour fitness on every corner. So it was- exactly. It was like, a, yeah. and, it was like and hey, I you need in, to be eating
1: steak and eggs boy for breakfast. But something. you know what, but but, but
2: this actually really, uh,
1: you know, this actually has a lot to do with
2: how I sort of, I don't want to say got in shape, but like thought was more conscious of what I, how I ate really. I met with the trainer, and the first thing he said to me was, he gave me a little notebook. I remember it was like a little, like composition notebook, you know, with like the—it's uh-huh. not camouflage, but like that school, like yeah, the black and white camouflage. stuff,
0: yeah, yeah white, composition
2: yeah. book, yeah, yeah, academic, yeah, composition, academic camouflage. Yeah. And um, <laughs> um, he said, uh, he said, I want "You to, I want you to write down everything you put in your mouth." and i mean everything i mean like if you have a sip of soda you got to put it in if you have a candy bar you got to put it in if you have a piece of bread you got to put it in everything for one week you're going to write it all down and i wow. and i did and i went to go see him a week later and i got to tell you he was like okay let's just go through this and we read it and when <laughs> i read it back i was i was horrified i was yeah and he was like do you see what's happening here and i was like yeah and he really taught me how to uh, how to eat and everything. Oh, God. He was such a nice guy. His name was Charles Brown. God rest his soul. He passed away. He's you know, this is in New York in the 80s. Sadly, he he died of AIDS in uh, in the early 90s. So sad. I'm sorry to bring everybody down. I know doing oh. it as a comedy podcast, but holy shit. But God rest his soul. But he really helped me out. He really did. Charles Brown.
1: Charles Brown, Charlie Brown. And you use the tools that he taught. you. No, no, hey, hey,
2: hey. Sorry, Danny.
0: <laughs> Sorry. no no that was jenny that was jenny she, you cool. use the tools he taught you to this day i was just the question i was going to ask though is like it's really hard like no kid likes the way they look at 11 you know or as a little kid and i and i i've been sensitive to this just being on tv shows with kid actors all the time and i can't imagine what that must be like when, if you're not feeling great about how you look and then you're, you're like on a big screen, because even like, I don't, I don't care who you are. You're, very few kids are gonna look and go like, yeah, I look great there. So yeah. uh, I don't know, but many sure.
1: adults don't feel that great about how they
2: look. Um, That's true. <laughs> well, wanna know what's funny is, um, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys, but uh, on Twitter, I was in a TV show after Stand By Me, I was, I just graduated college and I did a TV show called Sliders, sci fi yeah. show. It was on. Fox. I remember it.
1: I remember. I sure. watched it. Was
2: so they had a, uh, a Sliders pilot rewatch party in the summer, whatever, in the pen, in last year.
1: Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so,
2: you know, I got the pilot and everyone was like, okay, at 7 p.m., we're going to hit play. And we did it and I watched it. And I have to tell you, I was, mortified at how bad my acting was at the age of 21. Just, you know, I was playing, hold on to something. I was playing a physicist in that show, a physicist. And look, you've you, you got to remember, this was like 95, like I, I'm 21, you know, you're still I like I remember very, that
0: show well. Yeah,
2: I do too. But i have to say looking back i would have played the physicist so differently than how i played it like i I just like i just was wearing like a gap like shirt and like i for some reason i put my collar up in one scene and i was like what am i doing why a physicist would never like if you think of like stephen hawking would he ever like clench his like cheek clench his cheekbones when oh, he was wait, like
1: shouldn't say that about Hawking.
2: <laughs> well i mean i'm just trying to come up with the physics did he ever like, play beach famous volleyball famous, no I, I don't know i know. guess elon musk is a bad uh right. bird, you know like a like somebody from sure. the, like yeah you know i mean i just would have like attacked it more like timothy Chamele, you know i mean i don't know like yeah. i just like it was almost like I was like a character from like Saved by the Bell playing a physicist. I was high I was very embarrassed about my uh
1: acting. Well, you had to be like the attractive physicist. You had to I guess, be I I mean, I don't know. Fit. That's but uh, but
2: but 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 getting back to like being embarrassed, I was more embarrassed. Man, when I rewatched Stand By Me, that movie is so effing good. It's just it's almost like a whole, and I gotta say it's all Rob Reiner. He really you know let me tell you you know you you guys all are very established people in showbiz i'll tell you the big difference with that movie and other movies and tv today before that movie started i, I don't know if they do it anymore before that movie started for 2 weeks he locked the four of us in a hotel i mean he didn't lock us in that makes it sound like it was like <laughs> hey <coughs> for so labor he we all went to a hotel in Oregon where we shot it. And before we, before we shot anything, we rehearsed for two weeks, just rehearsed scenes, went to the locations where we were shooting in the middle of the bush. And he would block out scenes with us and see where they went. And by the time we got to shooting on day one, there was no like holding of the script and saying like, oh, I don't know if I would play it this way or I might make a cross over here. Or, why is this written so angry for me? Can we sit down and talk? It was, that had all been worked out. And it's so good. I just think in today's world, and it's no one's fault, because I think people are heavily scheduled. And maybe people can't afford the time to rehearse anymore you know i don't know know,
0: i'll tell you i i I, there's a theory about this and i think it's accurate is rob came from tv and when you're doing tv and especially multi where he came up you rehearse all week to shoot on friday and you know you just sort of see that and the guys who came from tv like and even like it's a different thing but like you judd apatow you know, he runs a writer's room on his movies. It's not like he gathers all of his funniest friends and we punch it up like you would do after a table read. And mm-hmm. like, so that TV process, I think if you can bring that into movies, it always helps him. it. It just <laughs> always does. So, um, I, you know, I, I, I think that's, I, I definitely think that's a, a big thing. Um, but and, like, uh,
1: well, let me ask this. So like for you, Jerry, was that your very first movie?
2: very first yeah i was so, an extra in a commercial
1: okay so your very first movie you had oh that experience of like being that prepared you know why do you, so think, was it jarring to- why do you think
2: i'm so what? why do you think i'm so depressed why do you think i'm so <laughs> i mean you just heard me why do you think i'm so spiteful with my children and everything it's over yeah well,
1: because you have children i mean that, by the way one thing you and danny have in common you both have twin fraternal daughters oh,
2: fuck. oh, oh god look at us even.
1: Both yep. of you do. And so, like, I don't have kids. I have a wonderful dog. I, so, I, my heart goes out to
2: both B- of you. Bertie, shout out to Bertie.
1: Bertie up yeah. in heaven. <laughs> Bertie. Gotta give it up Rest to in power. Yes. Rest in power. It's, it's only too bad that you weren't like when we were doing this all at my house and Bertie would come in and clear the oh room with her old lady farts. But
0: they were they're horrible. She ran, horrible. She
1: ran astronaut Scott Kelly, the hero. Year in space, ran him completely out of the house, gagging. Sure. Of fart.
0: He, he but, had yeah. to leave. He'd been through NASA uh-huh. training, but couldn't take that dog's farts.
1: No, A year in, a in space.
2: space, space. He was <laughs> in a space station with all astronauts, and there's no vacuum. There's no air conditioning, yeah. like living in farts Yeah, came plummeting,
1: yeah came plummeting back to Earth 20,000 miles per hour in a hail of fire and everything. But my dog, yeah. Birdie, my basset,
0: Freaked him out. She sure. got
1: him. Yeah, wow. um, and, and by the way, actually, when she passed away, sent me the nicest like sympathy card that said in very astronaut terms was, what a wonderful dog. I'm so glad I got to meet her despite her off-gassing. It's uh, <laughs> <that's laughs> like amazing. What a lovely way to describe <laughs> her rank farts, but off-gassing, yes. Oh, so, man.
0: That's much more. So- so amazing now i I
1: always like i i do like
0: people i like talking to people like i don't talk to the ones who haven't made it this far but like kid actors who've gone on to have careers and have gone on what do you think like for you like what was the secret What was the secret to staying grounded through all of that i've watched Um, it you know i've watched it fuck up so many people over my 30 years doing this mm -hmm, and it's like so i know it takes a special kind of fortitude i was just curious for you what do you attribute it to it's
2: a little oh, bit. I was going to ask
0: what went wrong.
1: And you're asking. It's, <laughs> <certain>. <laughs> um, it,
2: it's a little bit in the news right now because uh, so sadly uh, Screech passed away. Yes. Uh, yes. Dustin Diamond passed away last week and really sort of um, passed away tragically. I mean, it sounds yeah. like he had a medical condition that he didn't take care of, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. I was, uh, listening to stern and he was talking about uh, dustin diamond being a guest and a great guest on a show and everything and um, um he he had problems okay. it sounds like with his parents um it sounds like uh yeah. man it's it's so funny i have a joke and it's kind of like not a it's going to be a sick joke but i might as well tell it whenever i work with kids on a show on a set and yeah. I meet, I always go up and meet their parents and say, hi, how are you? You know, just to let the parents, because you know, as much as anyone, uh, Mr. Z, yeah. that parents are as much of a part of it as the kids are, you know, they're there. Yeah, and everything. For sure. And I kind of know that, too, as a as a kid actor, you know, as a former yeah. kid actor. And um, I always say as a joke, I always go, hey, don't. Don't let them steal your money, and I say it. But I also like say it. I think because I want to put <laughs> I them get check a little bit. You know, like yeah, yeah. And everyone goes like ha, and everyone sort of laughs sometimes a little too nervously and loudly. But uh huh, I, I I say it. Um, I I, I just I, I say it as a pointed sort of joke. Yeah. That said, um, to answer your question, I have It was my parents. My parents made me go to college. You know, like even when Stand By Me came out. And they were, we were, uh, you you have to understand, when I made Stand By Me, it was a small independent movie. We were shocked that I got it. We were shocked that I made it. My father, very funny guy, British advertising guy, mid-level advertising guy in New York. I came home from the summer in Oregon and I said, oh, dad, it was so cool. They had a crane shot and they let us ride the crane and then they for the dead body in the scene they had a dummy but it didn't look real so they used a real guy and they put a beetle in his mouth and the beetle bit his mouth and i was telling my father all these stories because my father Uh was with me my parents had to work and my grandparents came with me and my father who's british very dry very funny said um um and my father who worked in advertising had a guy who was a copywriter that he worked with who had gone to la and um tried to make a movie and then had to quit his job. I think he was like a VP, quit his job, went to make the movie. The movie didn't come out and he had to move back and like start off as a copywriter again. So my father was like, showbiz isn't real, you know? And so my, my father said to me, this is right when we finished standby. He's like, you're about to start school again. Now, when you go to school, don't tell everyone these stories and that you're in a film and starring in a film. Because I, I have some terrible news for you. This movie will never be released. No. <laughs> That's... This movie will never see the light of day. No one, I... these stories you're telling me now, so excitedly, and I see it in your eyes. I see <laughs> the fire in your eyes. No one will know what you're ever talking about. These are memories that you have uh-huh. that no one else. Will <laughs> and if you are to make it in this life, you must yeah. expect nothing. Absolutely oh nothing. You must enjoy the process. You must have a good time, have a good attitude during the process. <laughs> And then, know when it's over, no one will ever see it <laughs> ever.
1: And then you and, went on uh, to Hogwarts after that. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I can't
2: tell you, he that told you- me that, and I uh, and I was a little devastated. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" <laughs>
1: and but I, he I actually, didn't... in a weird way, prepared you for potential. The potential it, for things to not it, work it, out, and then also the excitement for when they do.
0: Sorry, Danny. What what are you saying? No, I think no, I love this guy. I feel exactly the same way. I mean, honestly, I I'm so I'm like I was, I'm pitching a show right now, and I felt myself and the guy I'm writing with it, Zachary, and we were getting really excited. And I felt <laughs> the need to sort of tell him, and it's a guy with a lot of experience, by the way. And I felt the need to ex- to say to him, it's like. It's great that we're we've that it's going this well right now, it's probably not gonna happen, just know that. And I felt like a dick, so I love your dad because I, 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 and and God help me, I like I have my hopes up for one of these projects, and it's like I wish I could just I, I want to, I want to talk to your dad right now about it. It's like that's how I feel right now.
2: No, you know, I have to tell you, it really has prepared me you know, not only for life, but most importantly, for the entertainment industry. Yeah.
1: Yes, for sure. If
2: if anyone is listening to this, like, and I sound like I'm laughing and having a good time and everything. Like, I, if I could tell you the amount of public failures I've had, it's really, it's really disheartening. Oh my God, a buddy of mine from college posted something. There's a podcast called I think it's called Dead in the Eyes or Dead Eyes. Uh-huh. Something like that. And it's about failures at work and how <laughs> you should expect something <laughs> at work. Yeah. I mean, I, I look, I know this isn't very motivational and I should be talking about, like, uh, funny things about the Britney documentary with you guys. But, like, I'm sorry to get all <laughs> yeah. depressed. But really, it, I, I, I even tell my kids who are, like, 12, I'm like, girls, if, like, expect let me tell you the o'connell way yeah. we expect not only nothing we expect things to go really badly yeah and yeah if it doesn't work out that way that's a victory that's a huge victory for us. yeah
0: yeah that's and it. i also would, I, I would add to, i would add to this and i'd point out that our, our producer guy had a podcast for a long time that i quite like called failing yeah Up. sure but it's, and it but it's it was the guy it was, it, mm-hmm. it's yeah it's the guy and, and and but it's like what's interesting about those stories though is like as my because I, I had the same thing. I mean, I fallen to my knees with disappointment and, and and tears. But it's like surviving that shit. Like I don't know that I, I don't know that I would take a lot of it back.
1: Well, no, I, and actually, you know what? I'll tell you. Watching, um, you know, when the Last Dance came out, you know, the Michael Jordan docu yeah. series and everything, yeah. and, and I'm huge, diehard, you know fan and everything and and he, one of his best quotes that I always think about is that I failed and failed and failed and failed and that's why I'm successful <laughs> which it's like that's true nobody you don't ever you know benefit from success it's like that's great but all those failures is yeah. what leaded to your success and I the Johnson household let me tell y'all it was like <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna move out to LA well good fucking luck you know that's not gonna <laughs> work but I'm like well when I told you I was gonna be a sports producer same thing but I did it and then I was a news producer mm-hmm. and then I did this but it was always like prepping me for the I talked to my yes. mom I'll, I'll do stand-up and she's like did they all tell you you didn't do good like, <laughs> well, I sold out a show. Okay, well, good. this time, you know, you're like great. But as much as, and I sometimes I'll have friends that are horrified to hear that. However, it's it's not a bad thing. I wouldn't trade it. I appreciate the per- preparing me for the potential for failure versus you're going to be great. Everything's going to work yep. out. <laughs> you know, perfect. It's not. like
0: Do, do you yeah, yeah. It's a you. It's. And, and it's 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 actually a good if you're gentle it's a good lesson to teach your kids and do your daughters have asked aspi- given given their pedigree with mom and dad um, do do they have uh, show business aspirations
2: uh, this is where you're going to call child protective services I have uh, I have two daughters much like yes. you Mr Z two daughters yeah I, twins yes. uh-huh. one. One has it. One has got it. She's like, I gotta tell you, they've been in a couple of school plays back when there used to be school and plays. Yeah. And she's got it. My other daughter, I love them both. I love them both equally. I really do. I of swear. Of course. I believe it. And I have another daughter who just doesn't. She doesn't. Uh,
1: she's dropping the ball left and right it's, constantly. It's, not, it's just
2: honestly, <laughs> like, I would lo- no one would love that Disney Channel money more than me. Yeah, um, just it's a- just it's just not coming. Listen, uh, she's hilarious. She's a lot of fun. <laughs> a little bit moody. Uh, sometimes cries spontaneously for no apparent reason. I'll Whatever. Uh. Um, but like, I have one daughter who, like, when she is like wants to go in and play. Uh, they were in Into the Woods. I guess the witch character. You know, remember that? Like, she yes. has that. Um, yeah. Uh, it was like solos in it and she like picked up the yes. script and she was like uh i was like hey you have your audition tomorrow let's just go over it and everything and she like put on a witch voice and did it all and i was like this this chick has she got has it. it, yeah and then she of course my other daughter is like hey i want to practice with you and she just comes out and reads her lines and i'm like you're fired you're never getting this oh, i'm kidding no uh i'm i uh, you know just it's just <laughs> You know, but I, I do have to say, like, in terms of parenting, and I am really not a great parent, as you can tell from this podcast, and me yelling, <laughs> to sure
1: my kids aren't on TikTok No, you're making Danny TV. feel better. I
0: feel um, so much better. I'm going to play yeah. this for my daughters and my son and say, like, look how bad it could have been.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: I, I have to say, like, kids are, like, they're wired how they're wired. Like, you can yeah, do, like, like, you can maybe drive them to practice a couple times or you can take them to theater rehearsals, but really they're going to find the path that they want.
1: (laughs) They come out of the the package. Like we all come out of the package who we are. And then our parents teach us right from wrong. But like, I've been the same silly, goofy person. My sister was born a 40 year old. Like she has (laughs) always been like, that. she's the hand like nine year old babysitting career. You know, she was that person. I was the opposite of that. And it was just our parents to go like, okay, well, that's who she is. That's Amy. And that's Jenny. And we'll just, you know, act accordingly with them instead of forcing us to try to be, you know, one way or the other, but yeah.
0: And Jerry and Jerry, I'm sure you realize it's really, it comes into stark relief. I think with twins I found, especially fraternal twins is because, you know, like they are, you're subjecting them to the same inputs socially. Like and and like you, so this great social experiment of nature and nurture. It's like my daughters, like I have one daughter. I I, I mean, honestly, they're now twenty two. But like one's straight, one's gay. One was like you know, uh, and 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 the gay one wasn't the good athlete. It was the straight one. And like and and, the the gay the gay one had all of the gay one has all of my athletic skills. And, and it's just like and then the other one is just like uh it's like this gymnast how do you freaking do that shit it's like that has nothing to do with me you came out this way really I, all, I can, all, all i can do is make you a slightly better person and with the huge potential of making you far worse people so if yeah. i can avoid that i feel like that's success
2: that's really funny
0: really funny uh, i i i feel you man i totally i totally feel you what um and I just just a shout out to your wife who I met sure. years before you on Just Shoot Me. Rebecca Romaine. She was, sure. Yes. Uh, Rebecca, hi, Rebecca hi, Rebecca. Was, so, was Rebecca was so goddamn funny on Just Shoot Me. She was so good. And by the way, that was a show because it took place in a fashion magazine. And I'm not going to trash people, but we you know we would occasionally have the model type come through, and <laughs> the and some of the model types. We're not the great Thespians you might have hoped for, or we're not really that aware of where the joke was. So she was truly, uh, she was that. You know, they say God doesn't give with both hands, but He gave with both hands with her on that show. Right. We were all, very, we were all very appreciative of what she did well, on that. show. A couple of things: you, a you don't live with her, Mister Z. Yes, um, I really don't. That's true. Stop bragging. He, <laughs> we're
2: actually, um, I'm sorry to say this, we're we're not together anymore. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh no. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. my god! That hey hey guy, let's.
1: But, but hey guy, let's just cut that the way before he says. <laughs> yeah. before he, send it no, to the no, internet. Those, yeah. These are jokes. No, my
2: wife is right in there, not going on the
1: internet, so I have enough. There's no way she's hog tied. She's in fucking. I'm so sorry, guys. She's I, not getting out.
2: Trying to save money in between TV shows. I'm, uh, i I got the
0: the smaller bandwidth package. I apologize. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, by the way, I don't see any house, and it's fine if it's the case. Just be honest. Are you homeless, Jerry?
2: No, I'm. Uh, I'm out. I, I find I get best reception uh, closer to the roof of my house, so I'm up and, in front of uh,
1: near the bridge.
2: Um, I, I'm. I'm up. This is like a a park in in back of us.
1: And it I'm is actually, below. My, it's, and my wife, right in front of you.
2: My wife is currently we're currently in Toronto. My wife is working on the new Star Trek show.
1: Oh, and, nice! Uh,
2: um, we all came up because my kids don't have school and I'm not yeah. working, so we thought we'd come up and join her. And good, I. Uh, How does she I feel
1: about it? I only
2: brought. Uh, I only brought. I mean, we came from Los Angeles, so I only had like a vest. I didn't have a real life winter jacket. <laughs> I was yeah. there, even just going now the up old to San Francisco internet, and yeah, oh yeah. How was your road trip, Mister Z? You went up north. Yeah, yeah
0: I turned in a couple scripts. I came up turned north. I, I listened to the podcast. You went on a road trip. Yeah, I love you, man. I I feel like I'm, I swear to God, if you're in Toronto right now and I wasn't in a country that banned people, I would come up and visit you and hug you. Um, no, I uh, I uh, got. Uh, yeah, I got. To, I hiked around Big Sur, and I mean, look, I can't be the first person to tell you this. Big Sur, fucking beautiful. It's gorgeous, I, uh, isn't it? I, I, I yeah, I, 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 I hiked for miles today. I was in. Uh, I, I, I I hiked around the Mere Woods with um, yeah. a former former podcast guest, uh, Carrie Byron, uh, from uh, MythBusters, and yeah, uh, she awesome. she took she took me on a tour through the redwoods and. I got my head right now. I'm just driving back. But uh, are you? Uh, do you have any irons in the fire? Anything you want to tease us with, Mister O'Connell?
2: Um, I'm so sorry, guys. I got nothing going on. You can. I love it. You, you can follow me on Yelp. I've been writing a lot of Yelp reviews.
1: <laughs> um, I'm looking forward it. to our next movie night, Jerry. What's, watch- what's it yeah? No, <laughs> we,
2: we do. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching The Crown uh i had uh-huh. never watched it before i'm really ashamed about that oh i know I'm you still... guys like to hear what uh like on your show you like to talk That's... about what you're watching yes
1: by the way i still haven't watched the crown i still
2: you guys should me, honestly me either like, but
1: that, yeah you segue i
2: i would love to insert a joke God. here about the crown but it's it's the acting is really I, I, you know what we all work in television some yeah. of us work in award-winning television some of us working shows that immediately get cancelled but
0: uh, most of uh, my career um, by the way I got lucky but, go on yeah. um,
2: there was a scene in The Crown oh man I forget what it was it was something with Claire Foy fuck I don't know was a, there was a scene in The Crown and something happened and <laughs> they had Ooh. they had Claire Foy and another character staring at each other for I timed it because I rewind it for one minute. <laughs> so there was no dialogue. Really? It was just them staring at each other for a minute. Now, normally you would make fun of something like that. If, if you left a yes. minute beat in a show, yeah, it'd yeah. be like, are you crazy? Like, are you right. feeling time? And I want to say watching it, it was one of the more chilling experiences I've had watching anything. And I paused it and said to my wife, can you believe these MFers like leave a minute of silence and like how how do you script that do you script like they look at each other for 60 seconds i i mean i I was i'm really blown away by that show you should really check it out it's really i'm going to
1: because you said so finally i
2: will yes and and also i do this thing where i like i google watch it so you know something happens where they won't let where Prince Charles dated Camilla and then they Camilla Camilla's ex dated Charles's sis, sister and you're like there's no way this fucking happened and then you google did Charles's sister date Camilla's brother and it's it happened like they <laughs> like you google watch this thing you pause it i mean it would be like pausing it and being like did Walter White really kills seven people simultaneously in (laughs) Albuquerque, and it would be like, yes, Walter White. This is this is based on true events. He killed seven people simultaneously. I mean, it's. It's I Google watched. I'm sorry to talk. I know it's an eight year old show. I know you like to be. No, we we no, we haven't
1: watched it yet. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't watched it. it it. I'm
2: going to be a little hip with programming. I did watch the Britney documentary, which I think.
1: I watched it last night.
2: Oh, what are your thoughts, Jenny? Let's hear it.
1: I want to know your thoughts too. I was, I mean, it was disturbing, and it's weird to think that. Th- like, I was more hung up on the things that were okay with being said to her. Uh, Diane Sawyer interview, uh, the late night jokes, like the the things that we just listened to, and we're like, huh, okay, that's you know whatever. Like, no one thought, oh, this is weird that that these adults are asking this girl that's twenty one if she's a virgin or not. Like, and and no one was you know like. This was perfectly okay. Like nothing was the only thing that I didn't like was the free bit people. Like they really took all careful.
2: The... Careful. You guys are online a lot. Come I know. I I'm just want
1: saying you guys like I'm on her side. It was just the they they took the the credibility of the documentary. Like you'd be in it and I'm with them. I'm listening and I'm like, man, this is fucked up, whatever. And then let's cut to these free britney people that are screaming like i'm like why aren't y'all at work or like do you you know like i was more concerned about kind of throwing her like really really passionate fan base if you will into this very real situation that was happening to her and so it kind of took away from that's my honest opinion i think everyone should watch it i thought it was good but
2: don't you where, kind where of want it? to go to one of the? Oh, sorry, Danny. Sorry, sorry. No,
1: where speak. is it? Is this new? Is this? Yeah, new? it's it's on um uh, Hulu. It's like a New York Times.
2: It's the it's oh, I yeah. believe the New York Times' first docu yes. series. It's so first, like wow. you know, yeah, everybody's getting in the documentary game, and you had the king of all documentarians on your show, Keith Morrison, the uh, king. Oh my God! My
1: my love, my. I, I have to rock, I have to tell
2: you passion. something. My wife and I love a good crime series of course we're huge yep. Dateline fans we believe we believe we watched every episode of Dateline we believe because we record them all the ones on own
1: oh, the I ones hear- on yeah. NBC
2: the one we have a queue a of about 30 in a, we watch them all um wow. that said we'll watch like you know like the keepers on Netflix oh, or yep, yep. Uh, like 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 what's another the, one The staircase
1: um, was my favorite the
2: staircase murder on middle beach all those yeah. ones we'll watch all of them honestly we get through all of them and we say to ourselves dateline dateline does it better <laughs> dateline does it
0: the best it's amazing oh okay. now you have to send this to keith oh i will
2: with the best the way, they way, they way they too, unfold the like story it. there's always some sort of twist I, I mean, I gotta tell you, some of those murder ones—I don't want to call them out because sometimes it deals with people who are like, uh, like I don't want to talk about people who are like, yeah, murder, all that stuff. It's terrible. But when there's not an answer to these documentaries, when it just is like, well, we don't know. Yep. Actually, yeah. it could have been anyone. <laughs> uh, and you've invested hours in this thing.
1: Yeah, and you left us fucking you know, hanging.
2: It makes me really upset. look I but you know I don't want to say anything that rude because it is based on like actual events but like
1: you need a I need a I need an ending I I made the mistake of suggesting to my mom (laughs) to watch the new Unsolved Mysteries and her feedback was like well I'd like to get an answer and I was like (laughs) well you know what the show's called it's, <laughs> it's called Unsolved Mysteries. What did oh my you God. think was going to fucking happen? Like, I was like, Mr. Yeah. Z, on,
2: on your recommendation, my wife and I watched uh, The Lady and the Dale
0: last week. Oh, What did you, you think?
2: You know what? I got to tell you, it was really interesting watching a film about a trans person in the, in 70s, the 70s that I had never heard of
0: yeah same here that's exactly how i feel
1: i just started it it's fascinating
2: it was really interesting and you know what i actually um i i felt i felt obviously very sad for her because she was um because she was because if she was around today things would have been very she would have been treated very differently and you know completely i was actually very proud of uh of society, like how we've, um, yeah, how we and how, I mean, obviously there's a lot further we can go, but how far we've come from the lady in the lady in the Dale. It was, uh, I was, um, I felt an immense sense of pride to be a part of this yeah. movement.
0: I Wolf, I, I, you know? I agree I agree with you completely, and I also like that it also didn't make her a hero. Like she is a grifter, but. It was like the complication of why that story became, it kind of goes to what you were saying, Jenny, about the late night hosts and the jokes. I watched, I'll go to mine. I watched in your recommendation, I just finished it last night, the Tiger Woods documentary. Yeah, that was crazy. That is really good. I loved it. And I have, And I started out as a late night, um, you know, like a late night joke writer. And I did a lot of that stuff. And I've really examined, like, wow, we really just, (laughs) we really are attacking people in like a major, like actual human.
1: Yeah. You know, when I was in my 20s, I wasn't quite as aware. Your audio's taking a dump, I think.
2: Hold it. Is that He's my kids? seem,
1: but not human beings. And I didn't think about his. Well.
0: What a fascinating documentary!
1: What a no, fascinating. I gotta watch it. Was, it. Yeah, and Jerry, if you, oh you haven't seen it, yet. the the no. second there's it's a two parter on HBO, and the second part, I mean the, the teaser to the first one is right at the very end for the credits roll. That Rachel Yucatel... The first right. mistress sits right. down in a chair and goes, "Okay, what do you want me to say?" And then credits roll. You're like, "I gotta wait oh, a yeah. whole fucking week."
0: For- and so now you get <laughs> now now to watch. Now you to watch it all in one shot.
1: Yeah, right. and and it's like you you have this empathy for him, like to an extent, you know, like you, yeah. you're, you're like, what you're, <laughs> yeah. you're a grown up, you should know better." But then you see how he was raised. You see the things that his. He saw dad did. He was taught, his dad was a fucking piece of work. Man. Yeah,
0: the whole thing is just it's a really fascinating
1: yeah. character
0: study. So that was my that was the one thing I've watched. Jenny, before we go, what have you watched?
1: Well, first off, that last episode of WandaVision. Have you seen that? Oh, one? my
0: God.
1: Yep. Jerry, Very WandaVision? Into
2: it. you know, I have not watched it yet. I just got the Disney flu. Uh, so i'll uh i'll start to get through it a little bit you know what i can't believe i'm saying this i like to wait till all the episodes are there so i can bang it I out hate, like, no i don't
1: worse and because we're so spoiled right now like the fact that it was being dropped one episode at a time i was like why, why are they doing this to me i should be able to plow through whatever yeah. i want to i should never have to watch a commercial or wait heaven forbid the wandavision's my yeah my favorite thing that i've I've seen so far oh you yeah, know what i no, thought it was pretty uh, funny
2: when 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 keith morrison was on when he was suggesting to you jenny that you date prisoners <laughs> that he's was right amazing. he's a
1: hundred percent fucking right dude.
2: i would tell you <laughs> right. there there is that reality show that is it didn't really hold my attention that much but it's love after lockup so it's people who oh. love yeah. each other in prison
1: no i always um, have a joke about like people that the women that write love letters to serial killers you know, like that happens. And you think like their vote counts just as much. (laughs) Everyone, (laughs) everyone else's like.
2: Psychos, crazy.
1: No, that's the key. The Keith Keith Morrison. I still can't believe that Keith agreed to do the podcast. I can't believe you did, Jerry, but Keith being on was so funny because he was so shy. You know, I gotta say,
2: Jenny, you were the first person that I knew that really had like a public that really announced their love publicly for Keith Morrison. I mean, yeah. you followed that Keith, Keith leading on things. Instagram oh, he, Keith?
1: yeah, people tag me in that shit all the time. Like, it has been the longest running joke. And, like, I'm friends with some of the people that are producers at Dateline that have, like, so everyone had to, when I started, you know, really pretending that we were in love. And one of my friends that's producer goes, Yeah, we had to tell him that was a joke. Cause he was like, Who's this woman? I think she's from Texas. And she's really saying <laughs> explicit things. And they're like, no, 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 it's a joke. Just play along. And the moment he, he started playing smart. along, I was like, this is so funny. Yeah, for somebody he's who's good, been he's like. Such a good sport.
0: Yeah, for someone who's seen like the worst in humanity, he was shockingly square. And I mean that in a good way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because we had we had uh, Josh Mankiewicz on, and he's a friend to the oh, podcast. And Mankiewicz yeah. is like, "Oh, uh, sit down right here. I'll tell you." You know, uh, <laughs> Mankiewicz, so
0: yeah, Mankiewicz is the life of the party, and, yeah. and 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 Keith Morrison is just sort of the quiet guy who you feel might be plotting against you.
2: Yeah, God. <laughs> no, he's that, that's And my, that, that's hater you know? invitation. And that bill hater invitation is oh. it gets me every time it's,
1: i can it's watch so those same here. those same clips over i can watch them and it, it'll still make me laugh but it's like we found him in the trunk was he all right <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you probably so you saw your father shot in the face
1: that must have been wow <laughs> <laughs> was he all right oh did you ever um, see bill um, hater if you haven't seen it, by the way, else we could attach Bill Hader doing the impression. He was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he did yeah. uh, all every person that on was Date on Dateline yeah. Mankowitz. Yeah, yeah, and Mankowitz, who's you know, he's like I said, he's a friend. When they did, he did Mankowitz. He texted <laughs> Mankowitz was the one who texted me the link, and he goes, "You've got to watch this. This is the highlight of my career." Oh, and then it's like most people when they see a dead body, they call nine one one. But you didn't do that, did you? Do I really say it that much? I'm like, maybe.
2: <laughs> hey, guys. Okay. Uh, listen, before I go, can I get some sort of discount code to Blue Chews? Oh, yes. Yeah, Blue Chew. Yeah. Yes. Not for just, I, for a friend? I don't need those. Things. I mean,
0: yeah, I don't need that. I, I, well, I believe our dis our discount code is still. I believe it's still Danny.
1: Yeah. Not because uh, with, Danny asked for it to be Danny. It just no.
0: That's they not knew. True. I think just, they just knew. But um, I'm okay. still waiting for my.
1: I still waiting for my
0: free chews. I definitely could have used them uh, on this trip. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. But uh, you know what can I say? Um, you know, occasionally oh, man. a man gets a little bit older. Sometimes it takes a little more. So
1: this, work. Is, That's all I'm gonna this
2: say. is so perfect. Yes. Next time, next time I hit some of those blue shoes, I'm going to be thinking of that promo code. Damn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, just spell uh, no, I, it, say it slowly. My dad never
0: thought I'd amount to anything, and now on the bonus code. I'm boner pills.
1: I did I just, it. I'm i sad my dad's not around To see that his daughter Is slinging boner pills On the fucking internet um, I did well, it, Dad. Um, uh, well Jerry
0: You are a delight I love talking to you um, I think the last time I saw you Might have been at Jesse's wedding Yeah Is, that, is it possible that's the last time I saw you But anyway that was a, yeah. that was a delightful Soiree And, uh, and uh, you're one of the good ones For sure,
2: you guys do the uh, you you guys do the real work. It was a crazy. I mean, things are getting better now, hopefully. But like the last four years, five years have been crazy, and really, um, you guys have really helped. Just through your social media, have helped us all get through it. I'm a huge fan. Well, that just made me feel
1: really good,
2: Danny. Love you guys. Peace out. I'm gonna (laughs) go watch another season of The Crown tonight.
1: All right. Thank you for being with Gary O'Connell, everybody.
2: Yeah.